Welcome back to Breakfast Talk. This is part two of that Suicide Squad discussion. Uh, this is all spoilers, so, you know, again, if you have not watched that movie, <laughs> don't listen to this. All right. Wakey, wakey, smell those eggs and baby. It's time for Breakfast Talk, a podcast discussing current, independent, and mainstream entertainment topics from gaming and movies to comics. Start your week off right with the Breakfast Boys. As always, if you can smell what we're cooking, click that like button. And if your tummies are rumbling for more, click subscribe and ring that brekkie bell to turn on all notifications. All right, let's talk. He's like, I didn't know internet stuff. I don't know. All right, cool. So are we going to do like a transition before we switch to the, the spoiler alerts? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Let's see it. So, yeah, what? <laughs> I want to see it. I know you got something prepped. It's the same thing. Jesus Christ, that was loud. Yeah, it was. Hector has no idea what just happened, but everyone who scared his Wi Fi. Yeah. Like, I'll stay on. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, his Wi Fi. Like, he can see us now. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, that was like so loud. It's like, dur, dur. dude, someone's at work and they have it turned down. And they're like, wait, are they saying something? They turn it up right before that comes on. <laughs> blow out. They're next. They're next to the uh, the, uh, the the PSA, like the uh, the public service announcement mic, and the and they're at work. People are running out of work right now. They think their building's on fire. The gas leak's about to go. We just started something right now. I was gonna make another spoiler alert like thing like that, but I was like, oh, I already got one, so I don't want to make one. Do it, Greg. Do you know what we should do? Like right after that spoiler is done, we should immediately have like the clip of the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> just to show someone gets shot in the back of the head and you're like oh my god that was my favorite character i didn't even know him okay all right, right real quick so let's 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 go back through our characters real quick since that's the freshest thing in people's minds since they just watched our last one live or recorded it doesn't matter the point is you've just watched it and so the characters are fresh in your mind and we want to tell you why we chose our characters so hector why was King Shark the funniest character? Um, well, Tell me I everything. Mean, Spoil him. That was great. That was great. He <laughs> was that funny. Like I'll, I'll be honest. Like, it, like I didn't like exactly like you. You didn't think he could get that funny. He hit it right on the head. Yeah. Everything he just said. On honestly, like I, I, I it's almost like <laughs> Hector. Honestly, I thought you put on a mustache and I just didn't recognize you. That's what. That's what I thought happened. <laughs> see <laughs> literally it's like the perfect timing every time it's like it. it's great hey, Hector, yeah. why don't you give me your your really like I'm, important opinion right now and I'm then, for someone to see that i've got a lag switch under the table like i'm just i can't believe yeah, no guessed that yet this has got to be some switch. kind of cosmic joke or, of some kind i don't know yeah maybe um, the thinkers involved there's there's a what if timeline of you yeah. having internet exactly yeah Let's see. Maybe that maybe that timeline turns out worse, and th- this is the better timeline. Who knows? Um, fuck. <laughs> um, yeah. So King Shark was great because uh, I think they just wrote him with like a lot of comedic timing. Obviously, like, can't see. he wasn't he wasn't like a dialogue driven type character, and when he did have dialogue, it was very much humorous. Like it didn't. Mo- just just so you know what Greg and I are doing, we're putting our fingers on our lips like it's a mustache. What? <laughs> Because King Shark, you remember that? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You can't see us. 
Yeah, I know. That's why I had to describe it to him. We're over here doing it, and he's just talking away like we're not doing anything. I'm like, oh, yeah, he can't see us. Like, he's in podcast land. He can't see anything. I can't see nothing. I can't it's see It's so funny because yeah, everyone who listens to this in audio, they're just like, what the hell is he talking about? Oh, yeah. I can't, see him. Like, I can't see him either. <laughs> who can see him? You, you guys can see him? Um, anyway, um, yeah, so I, I just thought his comedic timing was like dead on. And because of the way. <clears throat> King Shark has been portrayed in like iterations of comics and and the different shows and stuff like that. He's kind of taken on just in general a more humorous tone. Like before, he was like you know like a very imposing character. He's a freaking living shark dude. You know what I mean? So it was just cool to see him kind of changed up in, in terms of the persona that he had in this time. Uh, I also didn't know like he was like bulletproof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Like I didn't, I didn't, I just for whatever reason I didn't remember that. Like the second it happened, like I was like, oh yeah, like, he is supposed to be like super strong. Like I, I didn't think about that. But, like, I thought that was very cool because like even when those like uh, when when those remember the leeches like those freaking weird ass like yeah, yeah. alien things they were making them bleed. Dude, I thought he was gonna get eaten. Like I thought like there's three different times I thought he was gonna die. <laughs> like right, right. and, and, and here and obviously spoiler world spoiler alert yeah. world now like he doesn't die but you think it the whole movie like there's three or four times that like something happens like he's definitely gonna die now and like that one scene where those like little the little sucker things were on him there was so much blood at one point i'm like oh my god they just like eat him like to shreds like they're they went from like almost killing him almost killing him to now he's like disintegrated i was like holy shit <laughs> so like, yeah like it, it definitely didn't turn out that way so i was glad he's yeah. definitely like, I, I, if they make a second one of these, I hope he's, like, involved somehow, even if he's not, like, throughout the whole thing, because he was definitely great. I think they should keep this team. Like, they should yeah. keep this oh, team yeah. going forward. It's a good team. Solid team. Um, okay, so next. Next one. Oh, next one was your coolest character, Bloodsport. So why was he the coolest character? Uh, um, honestly, just uh, Idris Elba. I think he, pl- he played the role so well. Um, he had the kind of, like, serious but detached kind of mannerisms to him where it was it was like he was the most serious down-to-earth like realistic character but he still had those like moments of levity where he just didn't really care so much and that was kind of like opening up these comedic doorways um the whole competition with you know blood sport and or, i'm sorry with peacemaker, uh, yeah. peacemaker and the fact that they have similar the are the same power sets it's like, like you're a little like me it's a better i can use my memory's like i can use i can yeah. uh, hit, hit more in the center it's like how smaller bullets and, he, and I, that was probably full one of the circle. best yeah yeah and that was by the way, was that was that the full circle thing you were talking about that was, there was two there was two i think there was actually probably a lot more full circle moments if you really think about but it what was the one you mentioned in the the spoiler free section um the uh, <clears throat> i'm sorry um what's his name i'm the one who remembered his uh his 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 actual name and now i can't remember it. What, what was he involved in was he in the office was he one of the super villains what, what, what was he yeah the, the 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 first villain uh um he oh, uh, michael roker's character oh oh yeah so we just we just talked michael about savant? Roker's character. savant yeah savant. there you go see okay savant. Savant. What was his name? <clears throat> So at the beginning he kills a, a bird and it was like that yellow bird and then at the yeah, end yeah the, the the bird was eating him you know so it was like that first yeah, yeah 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 <clears throat> that was it but um yeah yeah so I just thought I just thought in general he was a cool character he had a lot of like the slingshot thing from his wrist I thought that was fucking dope like um like his weapon types like he had the I, even though I thought it was really weird there's like these key looking guns like what the fuck is this but it was still like different it was cool because it, it was different um and then you know he just pulling together these different parts from his 
from his thing. And I thought actually one of the coolest parts to me was seeing him run out of weapons because he's yes. like looking all Dude. over his body, like Dude. trying to figure out like, if he has anything like else. One of those Deadpool moments where like he's reaching into his bag of infinite weapons. He's like, wait, what the <laughs> hell? I didn't know this could run out. Like it was kind yeah. of or like a Batman moment because like Batman always has something on his utility belt that he didn't end up using yet. And for like the first time, like somebody who's like that, he's like, wait, what? I'm empty. <laughs> I ran out. Shit. Um, and it's so, funny because yeah. he doesn't make it humorous either. Like he just he just keeps going. He's like, oh shit, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm out of stuff. So yeah, it was definitely uh, and yeah, just his, his his look in general. I thought the the mask was fucking dope. Um, yeah, he was probably the most illest looking character out of all of them. Like the 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 most serious, like kind of badass looking character out of all the characters. So um, yeah, I, that's why. Yes, uh, it's interesting because like. The one thing I noticed was that even though they had famous actors in it, all of the actors in it are broad enough that I could not think of another role they're in while watching the movie. I think that was probably mm-hmm. one of the best things about the movie was like, other than like John Cena, you know, just because like wrestling immediately. Outside of that, every other character while watching the movie, I believe they were that character. I didn't think, oh, yeah, this kind of reminds me of when they were that other character. Like, oh, that, honestly. That was, yeah, casting was perfect. Brilliant. Like, yeah, you know, Will Smith like, took away from it. Like, like, I, like Will Smith, love him, great actor. Like, but like, he's such a big, prominent character. First off, a you know he's not gonna die. You know what I mean? Like, he's not gonna be uh, the major part of a movie where he dies and it's like the Suicide Squad. So because of that, like, it kind of takes away from like that chance. Where like Bloodsport, if he died, like it would have sucked. But like, I could have seen it happening. Right. Like, like, like being the guy who sacrificed himself at the end. Like I yeah. could have seen him, you know, jumping into that star thing, <laughs> the butthole. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was yeah, probably exactly. one of the funniest things like, like that. Circle moment. Oh yeah. But um, yeah, that's definitely uh, such a, like, yeah, I agree. All right. Worst character you selected El Presidente. Yeah. Cause uh, again, it, he just felt super unnecessary. Like it, it, I felt like, okay, so I get that they were like, playing off tropes right so like you you have this like rich character and like he just has all these tropes kind of involved with him he's like this you know kind of narcissist you know the harley gets huh you think the one that harley takes out yeah yeah, yeah and, yeah. and they're setting up a villain and then destroying the villain before it becomes like he's not the center point of the movie but like essentially like they're setting him up like he is going to be the center point villain and then they kill him off so like they're they're subverting expectations all the way through, and I thought that was cool. But at the same time, it, it did feel really pointless because, like, comparatively, right? So when you saw the general for the first time, and then when you saw him for the first time, you're like, okay, I guess they're kind of on equal footing. But this guy's obviously the evil one, right? The general dude, right? So yeah. like, I could always see him being the the main evil like, like like the other guy didn't even have to die he still could have just taken over yeah i got you exactly it's kind of so, like go gohan going mystic gohan like it didn't matter goku still came back and beats much yeah exactly <laughs> like yeah to me it just didn't it just didn't make enough like he didn't make enough difference and i felt like maybe they should have made him like a meta of some kind like and and that would have been i guess more interesting like that would have gave him a more interesting role like maybe he he like he's the shapeshifter or something like that and he was the general and you know the president so like that would have been cool um cuz that would have been like yeah. he could have played both roles he could have been like the the heartthrob you know prince and then the the evil guy at the same time and that might have been super interesting but I just, you know, it's kind of funny. I agree with the fact that like the other guy they play up, I actually think it was kind of funny that they just kill him, right? Like it was so quick. 
And you're yeah. like, you kind by the time it does happen, you kind of see it coming, but you don't see it coming immediately. Like, so they yeah. did that well. And then it was kind of funny. It's like, oh, you're dead. Like, like I just listen to my heart whenever, like, it says this, like, you know, <laughs> red, was a red flag killing kids. Like, that's not and, good, right? Like, no, yeah. And it gives, that's, that's another full, full circle moment, I think, from all these movies was that Harley has this, like, growth kind of um arc through these movies (laughs) and it kind of it kind of again she's like now getting over like if you watch birds of prey she's kind of talking through she talks through her like you know interest for the joker and like it's it's like this whole like toxic relationship dynamic that they're they're just talking about in birds of prey and then it seems like she's now worked through that dynamic that's that's pretty interesting so so yeah it's it's kind of a full circle moment so that's why i don't think this is an actual reboot of yeah. Suicide Squad because her. it's the same character throughout. Like she's, it's one, two, three. So it, it definitely mm. is like a continuation. But we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that after because yeah, there was there was. Anyway, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> All right, yeah. So so then the the last one, the best character, Polka Dot Man. First off, who is Polka Dot Man? What do you mean? Describe Polka Dot Man. Polka Dot Man, because uh, yeah, we're doing a podcast, right? So yeah. Polka Dot Man is the most dullest looking character. He has the very like he has the campiest kind of costume and and um, it looks like he's set. a painter. He looks like a yeah, painter he, and a janitor wearing like, with some goggles. Outfit. Yeah, and some and some gauntlets. Well, yeah, and goggles. He's gonna go fly a nineteen fifty airplane. <laughs> exactly. Like. He's very like. Um, yeah, yeah, he's out of place, right? Like, so he's he's a very out of place character. You never know what his power set is, and you're like, what the hell? And they're talking about he throws polka dots at people, and you're like, how is this going to be relevant? And the fact that they make him pretty much the most powerful and deadly characters, aside from another character, um, which is like they're both kind of playing on this, like I'm I'm very non imposing, and then at the yeah. end, like you are very imposing. So, uh, so and and the fact that like again. The, the actor was really, really good. He had this whole like dynamic with his mom where he was like, you know, everyone he was his mom. <laughs> the starfish, dude. When, <laughs> and he was able to like, <laughs> like smashing through the building. <laughs> He's obviously got some like, you know, some crazy stuff going on, like some actual diagnosable kind of stuff going on. And he's very much like, yeah, I hope we die. Like, I hope none of us lives. Yeah, yeah. Kind of what, what, so. what was it? Like, oh, we're all going to die. And he's like, oh, I sure hope oh, so. Oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> and, yeah. You know what I liked a lot about him too, actually, was the fact that he mentions he's one of multiple siblings. Yeah. Like that's a really good like setup for another movie, like to find yeah. one of those siblings or to bring one of them in. Like oh, yeah. it's very interesting. And so he actually has a hero arc, which is funny because like he's like a tortured soul. He gets empowered with these things he doesn't necessarily want. He's like the most humble one. Somebody makes fun of him in the prison. He doesn't go after them. He just kind of lets it pass. So like he's actually the most heroic one. And then he's like the moment he's he self-actualizes and goes like, I'm actually a hero. Like I'm a fucking hero. I'm a hero, mom. <laughs> Bam, that's it. So um, it was a perfect ending to a perfect arc. Yeah, great character. <laughs> um just just the best character in the movie i mean there was a lot of like again i really enjoyed this movie i thought it was super fun it didn't take itself serious but it moved at a really good pace it added something to the dceu when you're talking about like character development and then also like this is an event this is one of those marvel events that you can ripple into the into the rest of like the dceu so like again i felt like it was a really really good movie in a lot of different ways and james gunn played played so well on all the different you know 
aspects of the characters that he was given with this, you know, specific movie title and franchise. So, yeah. yeah. Again, I almost want to adjust my number to 7.5, but only the people watching live are going to remember that I said 6.5. But I'm actually glad I said 6.5 because I want somebody in the comments to be like, that was son of a bitch. <laughs> exactly. You know, we're just going to do that from now on. We're just going to be like, I don't want to be controversial on purpose. Just like, you know. The Snyder Cut was terrible. I fucking hated every second of that four hours. Every, every friggin' act starts off with a name. What kind of stupid thing is that? Like, <laughs> Oh yeah, so yeah, the spoiler alert on that. So basically, in in this movie too, which we'll we'll get to a little bit later, that like the transition scenes I was mentioning earlier, like those were phenomenal. So just to describe them, essentially every transition scene would start with something like fire in the background, or like roots, or like buildings, but they would be in the shape of like a like a phrase. So it'd be like, and now we go to save. What was the one where it said before it said Harley? It was like blow up the tower, and then it was like, and then they like it was the fire, and they're like, oh no, we actually meant save Harley. Like you know, like they like put chapters. out the flames. It's like chapters in a graphic novel. That's kind yeah. of what it they basically like. they basically uh, like Deadpooled um, yep. the yep. the the Justice League. Like that's what they did. They were basically like making fun of it, which is perfect. Like it was such a good like yeah. Every so every scene had like this clever little like you know coming next, and like it would describe yeah, it like, and like. Uh, in the elevator, like I said, last episode. It's like uh, Kill Bill too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's exactly. But in the elevator it says "dirty little secrets," and then that's where they air like all their dirty laundry. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool. No, it, was, it was definitely like a really cool thing. All right, so Greg, your funniest character, Peacemaker. What was his funniest line in the movie? Um, probably the dicks all over the beach <laughs> i forgot about that he's like <laughs> would gladly for liberty it's like i it's like i i fight for peace even if that means i have to kill every single living person to get it <laughs> i thought you were a crazy one i am yeah yeah that yeah that, that little line was great yeah oh, no that i just killed dicks <laughs> No, 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 what did what did Bloodsport say? He's like, he's like, you know, something like go, like if this whole beach was full of dicks, I'd make you eat them up or something. Yeah. He's like, I would do it gladly for, for peace and justice. And then uh, Bloodsport says, um, I think that peace thing is just a way for you to get a, like a way with to like, justify, yeah, yeah, to eat a beach of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and he wears a helmet that's like a toilet. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like, it's, I don't know what that's supposed to be. It's, it's, <laughs> it looks ridiculous. It looks like it was meant to be like a uh, gladiator style or like, you know, Roman style helmet, but it looks like he bought it at like Costco. You know, <laughs> 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 no, he, he got it off Wish. That's what happened. Oh, yeah. You know what I was going to say, though? That was probably one of the coolest scenes in the movie was when him and Rick are fighting and you see the reflection of it in his helmet. Yeah, that was cool. one of the coolest cinematic like pieces in the whole movie where like he gets the helmet knocked off and when he stands back up it just does that like that slow pan across the helmet. Like that was such an like epic science. Like, Yeah, the water. The yeah, water. The cups. Yep, exactly. Yeah, the only thing I wish they did is like it immediately cut to them fighting. I kind of wish it was like one of them kicking the helmet at, at the other. I kind of like I feel like that's the only thing I wish that was going to happen was like the helmet moving is what would have transitioned the fight scene. Because, you know what I mean? Like, it just did a pan around it, and then it just cut to them fighting. And I was like, ah, I was hoping, like, I don't know, an explosion or something would happen and move the helmet. And that's why the scene would move. 
So like that's the director, like uh, or uh, cinematic advice. I'd, I'll write I'd a letter them. to James Gunn telling you that you're disappointed about. That. I almost I, the way that it was it was done too. It almost felt like that's what they were going to do, and then maybe they did it, and it didn't look that good. Like that's almost like what it felt like because it cut yeah. so quick that it, I felt like there was a missing scene. Like that's what I mean. Like that's why I feel like the, the helmet getting moved in some way. Like even if it was like the ground cracking and it fell over, and as it fell over, it panned over, and then they're like, "Oh shit, we're about to fall!" Like you know, whatever. So like that would have been cool. All right. So coolest character, Greg Bloodsport. What is the coolest thing that he did? I just like how all the guns are like. Are I know. What was, what, I know. But what was the coolest thing he did? What was the thing in the movie where you're like, "Oh, he's a badass." Everything he does is pretty cool. <laughs> He's like, wow, I didn't even watch the movie. <laughs> what, what's like one scene, though, that you were like, that was pretty freaking epic? Yelling at his daughter. Uh, <laughs> that's brutal, Greg. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. People that are right now crying on the podcast. Like, yeah, well, even have a My dad's in prison. <laughs> um, I don't know. I like all his weapons and just how he acts as a character in general. So, I, I would say I would say the coolest, funniest thing that he did was when they oh. went to go save Harley, and he's about to scale the wall, yeah. and she looks out, and he's like, he's like already like four steps up the wall, looking yeah. over, and he stays there like for way too long. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like, I like, like the, I like the Freedom Fighters, um, like headquarters kind of thing, and like him and Peacemaker are kind of like, yeah. like competing with each other, and then the leader of the freedom fighters is like, I have a, like a camp full of freedom fighters. How do they not notify me? They're like, yeah. uh, they were here. And then no one was here. Just, yeah. I turned him into my mo- mother. And yeah, they kill- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That line was honest. My, my favorite, my fa- uh, f- that whole scene with that, like the going through the camp and like just murdering. Them. See, you're so funny too. Like that was done really well because they were killing them so nonchalantly. That's what made it so like ridiculously hilarious after. Because like these two were just like walking through and just destroying the entire camp of quote bad guys that turned out to be the resistance. Like, but my favorite like, one was like explosive bullet. Fuck. Yep, exactly. And then the other one was the uh, the fan. Remember, he shoots it, knocks Hell the fan yeah. over from the tub, and yeah. gets electrocuted. Yeah, that's some pretty epic stuff. So, now I would definitely say, um, yeah, that that was that was a pretty cool scene. All right, worst character, and now you can explain it and spoiler alert it. Mangala. Um, she literally kind of kills a character I didn't want to die. So that kind of right. Annoyed. She she jumps on to the helicopter. She um, actually kills a ton of people yeah, too. Like she's like really she the most that, deadly. If she didn't do that, like the trees or the bamboo, whatever the fuck, got stabbed in the captive boomerang, like he probably wouldn't have died. Well, besides the explosion of the helicopter or the yeah. chopping up of the yeah. blades, yeah. The blades come yeah. at him, dude. Yeah, there wasn't an explosion. Oh, yeah. And then, in a like, fucking blender. Died, and, like, really? You had to kill him of, like, all people? Why did well, you... well, do you know what was interesting, though? He was a different character, though. He was in the first one. That's the only reason I think it's a slight reboot, because it could just be a continuation of Birds of Prey. I I don't, I... Continuation just because, like, how her um, character is, like, growing. Um, yeah, like... But my question would be, Birds of Prey, because I didn't see that. Is it obvious that that's uh, after um, the first one, the Suicide Squad? Yeah. It's just like, you're certain it is? It's when she gets out, like basically, like you know how they escape from Waller the first time. Yeah, yeah. So they reference it. She's like, "Oh, I didn't. Like, how'd you end up back in jail? Remember, Flag says yeah. that. 
and and also uh she says yeah flag was my friend well how did they become friends oh was oh was flag in birds of prey no oh, that's what i'm saying he was in squad. suicide squad the original one. Oh, oh shit yeah oh yeah never mind they're and um, um and harley mentions as she's getting onto the helicopter or the yeah helicopter whatever um that she knows captain boomerang too she's like oh hey yeah. boomer and yeah like, so yeah yeah, Boma. She <laughs> so she wouldn't have known him if they never met. So. Yeah, no, okay, that makes sense. But that was definitely a different actor, though, wasn't it? No, that's Boomerang. Yeah, same guy. Or really, he just looked different then. Like I, he didn't look like I remember. It's been a while since I've seen. Maybe he had more of a uh, Australian accent. Than... No, no, physically looked different. Like his oh. face looked different. Yeah, Maybe he had a scruffier beard, and this time it was pretty trimmed. I, I don't. I just don't. Like I didn't immediately like, recognize. Kind of looked homeless in the first one. Yeah, he kind, of looks, he kind of looks a little thinner. Like I don't know why. Yeah, basically, that's what I'm saying. Like he looked like a different person, but yeah, it could have just been he was thinner and like a shorter beard because he's been in prison and he, you know, got some, uh, you know, winds yeah. under his belt or he whatever. Had, but he had, moment, he had his moments though, like on the helicopter ride. He's like, "You think that's a fucking dog?" Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what kind of breed do you think that is? And then what's his face? I don't know. It's a fucking werewolf. <laughs> it's yeah, a fucking it's werewolf. A fucking werewolf. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't agree to be with a werewolf. I don't fuck with werewolves. <laughs> yeah, I don't fuck with werewolves. <laughs> I kind of didn't want Pete Davidson. He said it like he's been around them before. That was great. <laughs> I didn't want Pete Davidson to die, but I kind of knew he was going to die. because like, I did. I think that was funny. Like, <laughs> he's not like super important, so I'm like, ah, he's probably going to die. I mean, like, I think it's funny that they put him in there and then yeah. killed him. Like, that was great. Like, it was yeah, just like, one of those things where you're like, Deadpool. is he going to be a big part of this? And then I was like, <laughs> Yeah, like in the second Deadpool, spoilers, in the second Deadpool, um, uh, Brad Pitt was the invisible dude. Yeah, invisible <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> no, no, but that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, that yeah. is perfect. Like, that's such a brilliant way to do it. Like, you can, like that's why it would have been funnier if Will Smith was somebody else in the first one and, like, died in the first 10 seconds. But they can't do that with Will Smith. And the reason why, that, by the way, that was what I was saying earlier. The reason why you know Will Smith isn't going to die in a movie, because he costs too much to be in a movie. They're gonna pay him twenty million dollars to kill him off that quick? Like never. Like that'll never happen. He'd right? Be known as like the actor to get twenty million dollars for like four seconds. Yeah, but like, like, but like, wait, who was the Invisible Man again? Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Yeah, I, was, I almost said Ben Affleck. I'm like, it's not Ben Affleck. Brad Pitt. Yeah, exactly. Like that's the point. It's like you get someone like that. Like if he's willing to do a quick role like that, that's funny. Like you know, he's like, cool. I'm gonna be in a Deadpool movie. I don't know how much he got paid, but if it was like a small amount, that'd be cool. Like he just gets to go in, gets murked real quick. It's such a great way. Because and honestly, oh yeah, Milton. So now the spoiler for Milton. Like Milton, honestly, um, he, he's like, uh, who was the guy with the that didn't die when they parachuted in in Deadpool? The, um, the guy with the powers. Remember. Yeah, uh, I forget his name. He's basically a Milton, though. It's the whole idea. It's like this character that, like, why the hell is he here? And, like, Milton, like, it's just this character with no powers. He's just there for, like, way too long to the point where even you forget he's there until they make it prominent that he's there, and then they immediately kill him. <laughs> I have never met Milton. Who is Milton? Listen, I think I'm pretty sure I'd remember a Milton. <laughs> I've never, I don't even know anyone called Milton. <laughs> and then later she's called Bloodshot Milton. Like, we got this Milton. It's like, I'm not Milton. Aren't you? Milton? We had a whole conversation about it. A whole conversation about you being Milton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was actually a pretty funny, pretty funny moment. All right, and then your you know, the best character you said was the rat catcher, too. Yeah, because Why? her dad's pretty cool and is the doppelganger of Hector. So <laughs> the doppelganger of Hector. Yeah, he, he had a, like a picture on Instagram or something. I was like, holy shit, 
that yeah, I look like YTT. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. uh, or he's Korg, if you want to call him as that. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not Korg. He, you sure? Korg? He plays Korg. I don't think that's Korg. I think that's um, this guy from um, Yes Man. Uh, want to say that. Why the voiceover actor is like the, the bank manager from Yes Man. Is it? I thought he played Korg. He, he directed. Like Korg. No, no, YTT directed yeah, yeah, yeah. him. Motion capture is Korg. Motion capture is Korg. Is, let's see, let's say, and Suicide Squad. Yeah, he was in both. Yeah. So YTT played the voiceover actor? Yeah. For Korg? Oh, man, I don't know about yeah. the voice. I don't know That's about what I'm talking about. <laughs> he did motion, no, he's CGI. He did motion capture yeah. for him. Okay. Oh, he's okay. CGI. It is him. Like it's it's not somebody else. It's just CGI. I'm talking about the voiceover. Yeah, the voice. Because I, I don't I don't know if he did the voice, but he did the motion capture for oh. Korg. That's dope. He also directed that movie too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ragnarok. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Well, well, I'm hoping that that's his voice too for just that character. Let me say having like, memorable bones. But yeah, Ratcatcher Two was pretty awesome. Yeah, I don't know if he did the voice. It, it just says I'm looking at it right now. He did the motion capture suit as Korg, so he acted as Korg. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he did the voice. Huh. Yeah, and, and then he was the rat, the original Ratcatcher. Get out of space, Jim. Get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you see the Deadpool uh, trailer? Yeah. He's where yeah, yeah, yeah. Like free guy, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I want to see that because, dude, they're they're doing so much. I, I've, dude, he is such a great promoter. Um, so I, I drink, yeah, I drink all that G Fuel I mentioned before, that powdered energy drink. So I have way too much of it, and just for the the visual people, I have like just tubs of it back there. I've got, I've got, I've got to have twenty something tubs of G Fuel, and like that's not okay. But the point <laughs> is that they do like these um these brand deals with people, and I've never seen like. Like it moves so fast. That movie came out and they launched a free guy G Fuel called, uh, what was it, like Fruit Blast or something like that? Or I don't know what it was, but they immediately released it. I'm like, damn, like they've been doing so much promo. Like I remember they were promoting that, what was it, two years ago? And then COVID happened, so they paused the release. And now they waited till theaters open back up and then they're going hardcore. They got Deadpool promoting it. Like that was such a brilliant, like, uh, you know, turnaround. Like they, they're doing, he, he, I, yeah, I love it. He's awesome. Maybe we'll talk about that movie at some point because I, I do want to see that movie. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go see it soon. Yeah. All right. Uh, so now I'm gonna go through mine. I've got funniest as Peacemaker, and I just have to say, like, throughout the whole movie, every single tense scene was broken by him until the most tense scene, which he causes, which is great. That's why I was saying, like, he's thorough. also my, huh? Because he's thorough. He's thorough. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, basically. You know, like right off the bat, like one of the, the things that breaks the tension in the movie extremely hardcore was that line where they're like uh, Project Starfish and they didn't know what it was about. And like, sir, star, you know, star, Starfish is also like a nickname for the butthole. Is there anything to do with that? And it's like, what? It was like random. It was it was so random, so confident that it was just perfect. And like throughout the rest of it, yeah, like I'll, I'm willing to kill as many people, women and children, whatever I need to for peace. Like it was like, what the fuck? Like he had so many lines like that throughout well, the whole thing. Well, it's funny too. Was like Idris. Or, I'm sorry, uh, Bloodsport. He was like, no one needs to eat a beach full of dicks, bro. Like no one needs to do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like he he like throughout the whole thing, like he's just so hardcore about it. Yeah, like where um and like yeah, the scene. 
what was the scene I was talking about where they're going through and killing everybody? He's like, oh no, no, right in the beginning when he's like, oh yeah, I'm. So you're basically just like me. I thought you said this team was unique. And he's like, I am unique. I'm better than you. It's like I am you, but I'm better. And then it's like, what do you mean? It's like I, I hit dead center shots. He's like, yeah, but I hit more center. What does that even mean? Smaller bullets, and then I go right through the hole of your bullet. And I don't touch the sides. Like it's, it's stupid. And then obviously they yeah, had the full turnaround when Bloodsport at the end of the movie because we haven't even described what actually happens. He shoot, they both shoot at each other, and you're like, oh, man, their bullets are going to bounce off each other because they both shoot dead center. And instead, Bloodshot actually – or Bloodsport – I was going to say Bloodshot. Bloodsport actually uses a smaller bullet and shoots through the center of Peacemaker's uh, bullets and actually hits him in the sh- – and clips him in the shoulder. Like, it was such an epic, like – yeah, it was very, very, very cool. It's like, how, how did you do that? <laughs> smaller bullets. Like, um, yeah, so he's definitely the funniest, coolest character, coolest character, Rick Flag. Uh, uh, like I was saying, I think like he, he's kind of like just a badass throughout the movie in the sense that he's yeah, he just like like Bloodsport is cool, but like over the top cool. I like on purpose. Like I like that. It's cool, but I think Rick Flag is like just this awesome character that he's leading the team. You think he's dead? He comes back. Like he, he's very uh, you know doing the right thing, like that kind of thing. That's what I mean. Like he's just like the the true. Uh, like ironically, like the, what Peacekeeper says he is, you know what I mean? Like he's the one that will actually do what's necessary for you know truth and justice, that kind of thing. And when he fights um, Peacemaker, first off, or Peacekeeper, like no, it's Peacemaker. I keep doing, it. I, damn, these names are like so close to so many things. Peacemaker, um, his scenes when he's fighting him, like dude, he's freaking strong as hell, launching because Rick is just a normal guy, right? He's just a soldier, right? Like he is getting tossed around and he's like still like you know like when he when he's um like trying to choke him out with like the metal bar and he finally gets stabbed with the uh the ceramic tile like dude like the like even like the look on his face where he's like no like i can't do anything right and like the fact that the rat catcher too was there to like see this like it was like i don't know he just i feel like he was that character that helped keep everything solidified moving stuff forward and like you feel really bad when he's when he dies. Like I, what you weren't quite sure if that's how it's going to happen, right? He could have been trapped, maybe something else. Like maybe like he'd escape, but like seriously wounded. Like dude, that guy's dead. Like it showed the the Mortal Kombat X-ray attack of his heart getting stabbed with the ceramic. Uh, first off, that was also awesome because like when that happened, that's the first thing I thought. I'm like, oh my god, he's got Mortal Kombat fatality. <laughs> like I, I, yeah, dude, I, I swear to God, whoever made that like decided on that plays Mortal Kombat. There's no way. Like some somebody <laughs> saw that and they're like, these X-rays are over the top. People would die when this happens. And he's like, yeah, they would. Like yeah. we should put that in Suicide Squad and show when somebody gets dead, like they actually dead. Like oh, yeah, there goes Hiker. <sighs> but uh, yeah, I definitely think that that made him a really cool character, though. Just somebody yeah. like because you actually do miss him. Like that's like oh shit. Um, Worst character. I, I'll, I'm going to double down on your Mongol. I definitely agree. The other, there was somebody else too. I was thinking of. Oh, oh, he's in here twice. That was weird. Yeah. Are you good? Is he frozen? No, he's not, I see him. He's there. Um. Damn. There's somebody else I wanted to say is worst character. Oh, cool. this was somebody. I don't think it was the worst character, but I think they could have picked someone better than the thinker. Oh. I wanted to say that earlier, but I feel like the to, like not die because that's exactly what i mean like by like i almost chose him as worst character but it would have been a spoiler alert like he didn't do anything of any significance are you there 
yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I just saw him like join again. That was out of us. Oh, gotcha. Anyways, but like, I feel like he really didn't do anything other than the fact like the starfish happened because of him, but we don't see him do any of that. And then suddenly he's dead. Like, it didn't make any sense. Like, I, I felt like he was an unnecessary character in the movie. And I, yeah, I, don't, I didn't want to say that earlier because, like, I don't. I, was he in the trailers? Yeah, oh, he was. They, they, they tease him as being in the movie. I thought he was going to be somehow part of the Suicide Squad. But, yeah, uh, that's what I mean. Like, they could, like, it would have been better if he got like captured and then, like, he could have been in the next Suicide Squad. Well, like, he, even like, like his, he's mm-hmm. like a villain that you would want to be in a movie, like uh, another movie. Like, wow, yeah, like it just seemed it. like he didn't do anything in this one, and. I'll be honest, like, even, like, the visuals, like, the stuff stuck in his head, it seemed very fake. Like, I don't know why. Like, it didn't, it didn't, it, it, it very much reminded me of, like, someone in a, like, that was an extra in a Deadpool movie. Where, like, it's it, it's intentionally not done well. And I almost wonder if it's because they knew he was going to die, so they weren't going to spend a ton of time making him look really cool. Because, like, they didn't. Like, he, like, the things that, literally, they show him back in the day, and he's got, like, three tubes in his head, and then later he's got ten. I think the last, yeah. the last season of The Flash <laughs> that I watched had The Thinker, and that was he was an okay looking one. Yeah, like it just I don't know. It seemed like like uh, I, although I'll still I'll still say Mangala was like an unnecessary character. Although ironically, like I said, like she was a unne- like she was terrible. But without yeah. her, three people wouldn't have died. We needed them to die. So <laughs> it's like instead of having them get killed by the soldiers, which they should be able to defend themselves against since they're super villains. Instead, they had a super villain that went a little too rogue. Um, and then the other one I was going to say was ironically the character. Uh, damn it, the first character, uh, Savant. I I didn't like how much of a bitch he was at, like when he died. That seems so over the top. Like this guy's a badass, he breaking birds necks. I know, but it like it seemed over the top. Like I don't know. It, it like the rest of the movie was great after that and like didn't they show his blood to write like the like, wasn't that one of the first transitions too? with the blood mm-hmm. so like i get it maybe they just wanted that and the cool little bird coming around to kill him or eat him but like it's weird because that bird doesn't belong on that island like <laughs> you know? yeah because i think what what the whole point of that was like the whole like so the savant was the first character you saw he kind of had this real serious mug to him oh, yeah. his, you know michael michael the- Warren, you know? yes and 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 it, it's meant to like you know this whole team everyone's like, the first team yeah, they were just cannon fodder, like, and everybody knew yeah, it. Yeah, even the first guy, and that's why they they, they hide Rick. You know what I mean? They make it like yeah. even Rick's gone, and like obviously you know Harley's gonna live, but like you know it's one of those things where like you think she might be the only one, and that actually would make sense. And still, Rick lives, so that was kind of cool. And then, yeah, spoiler: the the end credits, Weasel's still alive. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I, I was like, God damn it! Like anyone else could have came back. What a stupid character! I, have you got? Are you guys aware of the the end scene, the end end credit scene? Like, the was there post, a second one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a post credit scene. What was after the post post credit scene? All right, go ahead, Greg. The peacemaker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. Oh, okay. That's yeah, right the, after that. That's in I the watched, same thing. I watched to the very end because I saw someone said, "Oh, there's a post credit scene." They only said that there's one um, guy that makes ace. Yeah, but the, the, I thought the weasel thing was like the end of. Maybe I'm crazy. Either way, I know it's a movie. That's yeah, the that's, No, oh. weasel, it was weasel, and then like it went to the uh, it went credits or whatever, and then it went to a hospital, and I was like, wait, what? And yeah, it, it wasn't like that long of a like. I just waited. Like, well, I, yeah. like I didn't even leave. Like I was, I was already standing up. Well, I know, I don't don't work. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. So um, that, that was the, one of the interesting things. Yeah, peacekeeper, peacemaker. 
uh, when he gets shot through the bullet with that smaller bullet, he dies, right? And so later, when they show up oh, there, goes Hector. Uh, later, when they show, yeah, the uh, weasel getting out of the or you know coughing up water and then just running off into the woods, which was the thing that was interesting about that too, is that remember they remember they showed weasel dead on the chart. Remember that? Like they showed the people going red, like the, the Suicide Squad team members dying, and they weren't hitting any buttons. They were dying because like their their tag was reading them as dead. Yeah. So it was actually interesting that Weasel came back because I wonder if he's no longer tracked. Like, like if they if they pulled up the data, they would find him, but like they're not intentionally tracking. They probably took him off the roster. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting because like he'd be an interesting character, like to come in mid to halfway through this, like as a follow up movie and ruin something on like accidentally. Because he's they they weren't tracking him. They're like, "What? Where the fuck did this weasel come from? Where's this thing?" And they can't find like the button to kill him. You know what I mean? Because he's not registered in the log anymore. And they're trying to get rid of him. And he's like, causing me. Like that would be a really funny way to use him again. Because other than that, he was like a annoying little character. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I would definitely say, uh, yeah, I, I didn't like that the uh, Savant like ran away like like such a bitch. Like I wish there was some other way. Like maybe you know what I mean? Because he could have tried to escape. And maybe he was just like, fuck you guys, I'm leaving. I'm not just going to die, right? Instead, he's like, eh. <laughs> like, whining. It was so ridiculous. And I guess it was kind of funny. Like, so I'll get, if it's, if that was meant to be a comedic scene, like, sure. But like, if it was meant to be like, like, oh my God, we're going to kill somebody. You know, like, it, it seemed a bit, uh, he seemed a bit over the top dramatic about it. It was very weird. Well, it was better, like, how he died than when, um, in the original Suicide Squad, like, Slipknot, he, like, kind of went to go do his own thing and you know went against yeah. the, the jet. Yeah, yeah, he was the native american the native one. american dude what, what, what happened though i forgot how he died he tried to he, escape he just tried to escape and oh yeah it was it, it was just a show like oh they have like the control like they can blow you up if they want yeah yeah yeah, yeah that, that's kind of what i mean like like when they show like oh we can kill you like We've already seen the first Suicide Squad. We know they can do that. So to show it in this one unnecessarily seems weird. So that's why. That's why I mean, like, I wish, I wish it was like him doing something other than like <laughs> he was like whining. Like awesome. I think it was like looking back at it now, it's more funny than anything. But it was just weird. Like I just like it felt awkward. The movie moves right on after that, so it didn't bother me too much. And it shows the cool blood transition scene. So I was like, oh, it's kind of cool. Um, and so I kind of forgot about it, but it's still something that sat with me the rest of the movie. Right? I think like, it was, so I think weird. it was more like the whole like horrors of war kind of thing. Like they were trying to make it like, a, I mean? like this guy's supposed to be a super oh my God. Like, but, yeah, I mean, he obviously wasn't a top tier villain anyway. Like he was, he was in prison for a while. Like nobody even knows who Savon is really. So that's what like, I mean. That's why it was funny. Like, I, I guess, yeah, in, in that light, it does make it more funny than it does ridiculous where it's like this kid, they make him look super serious and he kills exactly. Exactly. Murder, but like he's so dumb like he like he's actually really afraid <laughs> yeah he's he's in the end he's just a coward i mean the entire time that they're on the beach he's just standing there like he's not doing anything like he's watching everyone get murked yeah too. so also we're, i'll say this too the most worthless supervillain. so this one wasn't one of the categories but because of this particular one the most worthless is that one with the floating arms <laughs> <Detachable> kid <laughs> Wait, he case it for the detachable kid? What the fuck? Dude, it's, dude, it's so great, dude. It was like the dumbest power ever. 
And like, yeah, he's like, he's just like slapping them. The fun, the, I think the funniest thing was just how long it took for those guys to like shoot the arms or him standing, what, 20 yards away. They've got machine guns, like 40 of them. And they just waited until the hands came all the way up to them and started slapping them. Like, oh, like, get out of here. And then they start shooting the arms and he's on the ground going. Oh, ah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, he was funny, but like one of the most worthless superpowers. Like, could you imagine like, you know, getting that power? I mean, damn, I really. I think <laughs> I it was ask, the funniest right? thing because it was like they made it. So like you would imagine that, okay, he's he's releasing these arms from him and like, just somehow they're going to have more strength. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, like, they're they're gonna, like, fly the air, yeah. But, but it's just like, like they're they almost no, weaker. Yeah, but because there's no weight to them. It's like, <laughs> it's like your arm, you know, like how much force can you generate? I mean. It's almost yeah. like they were weaker taking them off. Like he would have been exactly. better running into battle. But like yeah. instead of like poking them in the eyes or like getting them at the throat, <laughs> he was like slapping them. Like he was just like <laughs> annoying them. Like it wasn't even like, walk, 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 walk. It was like a three. <laughs> came in and killed the rest of them. That's what happens. Like he's basically like, here guys, I distract him. You guys okay? She's like, yeah, I got this. <laughs> just like mows down. And she also did, took out like a ton of bad guys, or well, feel bad guys too. But like she, like it was crazy, like yeah, how much, yeah. how ridiculous he was. And then, uh, yeah. So then again, my last one's the best character. I got to give it a peacemaker again. And the reason I give it a peacemaker is because yeah, he's one of the funniest characters. He's also just a badass in a lot of the stuff that he does. The um, you know, the the, the fact that he's the one that goes dark. Like I like I almost forgot like that should be like if you if you look at it like if I watched the movie again I would realize at some point like oh yeah one of these guys has to be the bad guy of bad guys like in Mortal Kombat Kano right like there's got to be a Kano um, that like you know turns on people and I just didn't like I wasn't thinking about it at that point and so when the once the once the card came out they're like oh my god this has the footage of all the stuff that's going on I was like oh shit like. Peacekeeper, yeah. Peacemaker is the bad guy. So it was like, it, it was kind of interesting um, to see all that happen. It was cool how all that happened. It actually sucked to see him die. I was actually disappointed. I'm like, damn, he would be a really cool follow up bad guy or like to like branch off. Yeah, I know. And then, and then the end credit scene, I was like, damn, that was good. Like it got me. Like I thought he was dead. Like because it's the other thing is like kind of like the Will Smith thing. He's John Cena. He's big. He's not so big. Like they could kill him off. Yeah. yeah, and so it was like one of those things. Like, damn, they might do that. I was like, that's it was kind of cool. Like, he played an epic role. He was super funny, and they took him out. And I instead, saw, yeah, they kept him. I saw um, blood, a dude that plays Bloodsport. I can never say his name, so I'm not. He just Yeah, uh, he just wants to get the run down from Jim. Um, he he actually pitched um, a movie idea of like a prequel to the Suicide Squad, and it's him like fighting Superman. So. Yeah, yeah, the, yep. that would be epic. Like yeah. that's what I mean. Like this Suicide Squad opened up a really cool world. Like it definitely made it so. Like I, I expect other things to branch off of it. Not I just also, I also just thought of there. There's a Flash movie coming out, and it's Flashpoint. So yeah. all of those characters that did die, they could come back. Yeah, well, remember what? Uh, freaking, ah, damn it, Batman from is it not Batman Forever? Uh. Batman and Robin? No, it's no. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah, is that Batman Forever? Yeah, yeah. So Michael yeah. Keaton's gonna be in it as Batman. Like that's that's fucking like that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. Like so, there's a ton of stuff they can do with that, and it's kind of funny because I remember hearing um, was it Kevin Feige talking about the fact that he he was like mentioning all the MCU stuff that's connected, and uh, at one point it got brought up uh, that literally, so Thor is a playable character in Fortnite. 
and they now count Fortnite as one of the universes in oh, the yeah, MCU. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. It, and there's a couple other things like that. Like all the Spider-Mans are in it. I'll be like, there's, there's, you know, they're going to be bringing that up at some point where um, they want to get, uh, was it Tobey Maguire and uh, the other guy? I forgot the other guy's name. Andrew Garfield. Andrew yeah. Garfield. Yeah. They want to get, they want to get them, uh, you know, in the movie. And like, so like, that's kind of like super interesting how they can um, branch on that. And it almost seems like the DCU is trying to like, get into that faster i well honestly after watching this suicide squad and marvel did it they started iron man then they did uh who's after iron man um thor go no, no, captain thor, america yeah. captain america yeah captain america was the second movie i think so yeah and then it was and then it was thor are you hmm. trying to timeline wise or like when yeah, yeah timeline wise yeah. so anyways so yeah so it's like iron man captain america like they're doing one-offs yeah. This was a really cool way to create a whole universe without giving us all the superheroes. I wish that they started with this Suicide Squad and then tried to create a DC universe. I think I that agree. would be a fantastic this, way to build this up is the universe. Actually, this is actually a pretty cool restarting point for them. A hundred percent. It would be excellent. I, w- I want to see a well, world where one of them breaks guys, out, they somehow remove the chip, and then they introduce a Batman you, or a whatever. Do you guys know that um, there's going to be a six a miniseries of Peacemaker on HBO yeah, Max? I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, that's that's, with that's John Cena. Really that's cool. Why they had that credit scene with him? Yeah, with John. That's Cena. That's really cool. But like, that's what I mean. Like, they could immediately, um, like, do you know how they have the DC shows on what is it Warner? Yeah, or CW. Yeah, like honestly, I would love to see the uh, them do that with villains introduce the good guys in the tv shows and then make a good guy movie i think that would be freaking epic like that's such a weird way to do it you're building the universe just like the mcu did in the sense that i now care about characters except now i care about the bad guys so in the dc universe is meant to be a darker universe like you know especially the one they're building i know there's lighter versions gotham first and then just build everything yeah dude i do gotham like I, i know that people for whatever reason like crap on that a little bit like dude i think gotham was like such a cool concept i don't care how cheesy it was sometimes i love that universe they built in like barbara i don't care like yeah the barbara thing was weird if you think gotham was cheesy then you should never watch the flash verse the flash show or the or (laughs) green arrow i like all those though like that's what i'm saying like gotham was way more tolerable than either any of those shows but i've heard enough people crap on it for whatever reason and it's just like you know sometimes maybe it wasn't batman that's why it wasn't batman that's i don't care like i I thought it was good i thought it was good introducing the villains of gotham the whole mob scene like i wish they did was like that was the start for the Batman movie that should be made. Like, yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't just try to capitalize on that. Like, it's that's such a cooler way that, like, it's not cooler. It's just different. It's so different. It's kind of like, um, I heard at one point they wanted to remake Indiana Jones or the Woman. I'm like, why? You have Tomb Raider. Like, that's already exactly. awesome. Like, that's a totally different, very similar concept that's so different. It's yours. Yeah. That's what the the DCU should do. Start with the villains and then build the superhero world. That would be such a fucking epic way to do it. I want them to do that. But and it would be man. it would actually be a much more grounded way to to approach their kinds of stories because in in DC um like in, even in the in their comics like the the superheroes are like gods. Like they're like so super powered that like now, that's what I. That's why I really yes. to them. 
that's kind of what I mean too, because the problem with the DCU, like I've, I've said this for like, even before like the first Iron Man movie came out, before this MCU was created, the, the, my main difference I realized was that the MCU is a much more believable version of the DCU because I, literally DCU, it has Metropolis and Gotham, they're fake cities. In MCU, they've got New York City, right? Like they're yeah. literally basing them in reality from the beginning. Then you look at the characters. There's a Superman-like character. You know, there's a Batman-like character. There's all these like characters, except that they're all actually vulnerable. They can all actually get hurt. Where, like, if if you think about the 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 Justice League, you have Superman, who's basically immune to everything except for one rock. Keep the rock away from him. He's indestructible. Then you have oh, the magic. Green, then you have the green. Yeah, I know, and magic, right? Then you have the Green Lantern, who can create anything that his will desires. Which means, if he is willful of everything, he's, he's cosmic. He's 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 not even meant to be on one planet. Like he's supposed to be high. Like yeah, so he's taking a whole he section. Can, he can, section, he can take sector. care of an entire galaxy cluster. Yeah, or something like that. That's supposed to be something crazy large. So it's like, like whole, the, oh, we're losing them. <laughs> um, but yeah, like like that's such a like overpowered um version of like what of what like the mcu equivalents are and so to start off with these super villains who can be uh, there he is yeah but yeah like, like we we're just saying like he's he, he's supposed to protect like the cosmos and instead you know he he you know he's just on earth and they try to make that like it's a story yeah the, I heroes, love... the heroes are just so much larger than life and their villains actually have more of a grounded realistic story as to like why the they became movie yeah why they became who they are like all of them like you know catwoman poison ivy like they all have like even Lex first Luthor. i was a boy then i was a bat <laughs> <laughs> even even lex luther has like a really like you know he you could you could tie in like again father's expectations um you know the whole rich boy complex like there's a whole bunch of these different psychological things that go into their villains that become more relatable to the average person like all of these other characters, like the, their superhero characters, are so like far above what's normal and what's like. That's like, we we talked about it numerous times. That's why it's, like Spider Man is, is such a big hero because he's probably the one of the most relatable heroes. He, he of that's all. that's a hundred percent the reason why because he was first off he's a teenager he's not an adult that immediately right. connects with the reading audience. He right. he's still dealing with high school problems, let alone trying to be a superhero, right? Like he he has all of these things where he has to be worried about. Uh, all, and like the, you know, the, even the great power comes great responsibility as a kid, yeah. like teaching kids responsibility. Like that's something that even parents want their kids to read. Like and it's such a powerful story. He's like really the only superhero that like, he is trying to balance both lives. Like really like his story yeah. is half and half. Yeah. Like Batman, like, yeah, he's a billionaire. So all he has to do is get wasted every once in a while. And exactly. Right? He just goes to a board meeting occasionally. And yeah. Yeah. yeah he goes to a board meeting once a month and he goes to a bar <laughs> three times a month. And he's like, he's Which like, cool. Everyone's Stark. Stark. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I mean too. Like Tony Stark, like w one of the things I noticed was, uh, what is it? Uh, Iron Fist, the show. Yeah. Um, it, it seems so weird. Like he had like, what was it? 10 years of training. He should be like an expert martial artist. If that's all he did for 10 straight years. Like, yeah, like that would be insane. Like if you did nothing but train martial arts and you had like this inner power, you you're should be absolutely insane. Yeah. And you're you have no other distractions. Like, yes. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like he should be ridiculous. And instead they make him like a whiny little bitch, which is why the show like is not the best show. All, all they had to do was give him a little more like Batman style demeanor. And he would have been way better of a character, way more interesting of a character because he kind of has the same story. 
yeah. right? Of the of the the origin story. But you're right. Like with Iron Man, like he doesn't have the same origin story as Batman, but he has the same power set, and it just seems like even him flying around in a suit seems more viable than a bat who can fight Superman. I even <laughs> I even I like in terms of Iron Fist, I even like personifications of Iron Fist where he's kind of like an arrogant douche, and he's kind of like. Luke Cage's sidekick in a way like he kind of like has that like he has a little bit of the comic side of it um like when you have the Iron Fist and Luke Cage team up he's kind of like the comic relief but also like he can back it up like he he talks crap or he's he's very lighthearted because he can get down to business really easily and and yeah, yeah. you don't get that in the Iron Fist show at all. Like, he, it's say, a like of, the reason of he's supposed to be like that too is because he stopped his life at like thir- 13 exactly He's meant to be a kid, right? So he he basically picture being like if you're if you were 15, remember how kiddish you were? You're you're, yeah. you're fucking around doing stupid stuff, and all of a sudden you you're taught this amazing mar- like picture watching Dragon Ball Z and suddenly you are Goku. Exactly. Right? Twenty years or ten years late, I think it was ten years. Right? It was ten years he was gone, right? Yeah. Like so like the whole point is like no, he's gonna be a kid. That makes perfect sense. Except he's extremely talented in martial arts. He would be like Goku nearly indestructible and his biggest weakness is like no let him power up all the way you know so so like that's kind of the idea is like yeah he should have been like that he wasn't he was very much just a whiny little bitch like throughout it but yeah so anyways my my whole point was like like the batman tony stark's version right like of of the billionaire with superpowers even flying around and creating AI seems more believable sometimes than what batman does where he's fighting off aliens and superman it's like yeah dude like hand-to-hand combat with aliens that are supposed to be part of this god's army i feel like that's a little over the top and then when you apply batman to like the justice league where he like literally like the weakest other people that are in that tower like besides martian manager who can phase through walls and read minds yeah he's the one of the weakest characters like and he's like super powered and he's like almost as strong as like uh one he's like as strong as like wonder woman and aquaman kind of strength like and the only other people again that are like him are like hit the bat family like those are the only ones i guess green arrow you know what i mean but green arrow is not really in the justice league that like that's like he is but like he's not a mainstay he's not one of the uh um, you know, go not to the seven. Yeah, he's not. He's yeah. not one of the seven. The seven. <laughs> the, the, the the boys. Have you seen the boys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. So that was uh, what was the tangent? Why did we tangent off on that? That was a pretty long tangent. Super know. long. We're Super like long. Almost, oh, just talking about two hours right now. So my whole point was like, yeah, like because we we can close it up on this. My my whole point was that the the peacekeeper who I was saying was the best the best character in it like and that's probably why they're making the show with him like I didn't know they're making a show that's awesome yeah. um but like that's it's because of the fact that yeah they're a more believable unit and I hope I really do hope like maybe someone like James James Gunn will like actually suggest this that that's the universe they build out and then introduce the heroes like literally right now they made a Batman movie and it's after blood Bloodsport somehow breaks out of prison to get his daughter. Right, like that would be fucking epic. Because think about it. Remember, uh, 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 damn it, who's who's the the leader of the squad that blows up their heads? What's her name? Waller. Amanda Waller. Waller. Yeah, Amanda, yeah. So like, if Waller, right, was gonna kill him anyways, like I'm sure that he's already got. He already knows that, right? Like it would be interesting to start off the next movie. He breaks out. He somehow figures out how to deactivate it because you know maybe he shoots it. <laughs> I don't know. Like he figures out some way to deactivate it to go save his daughter, who he knows they're gonna they're going to take because she's already threatened to kill her. Right. Like like that, that would be a super interesting way. And then have someone like Batman come in, he fights them 
and Batman does the Joker thing, the immovable object, like he doesn't kill him, even though he's about to do something bad. Like that would be such an epic way to introduce the hero. Who, who's the Who's the Batman with uh, uh, the new Batman? Um, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, but who's Who's the uh, the bad guy in that? Uh, the Riddler. The Riddler. The Riddler. Yeah, ex- exactly. Well, like the Riddler's there's, one of those characters. There like, might be like a few because like they. Three. Of, yeah, I'm sure there's gonna. Yeah, yeah. I, I figured oh, that anyways. Penguin, but, penguin's in it. Yeah, but the Riddler's the one who's supposed to be like the main bad guy, which is funny because every freaking Arkham game always has the Riddler as the side character that never leads to anything. You beat all the missions and nothing this, happens. I can't like, wait for that movie. <laughs> but like, I love the Riddler. Like, I dressed up as the Riddler for like Halloween, uh, like back in high school. I remember that. Like, I, I still have like the the green. I, I remember I took clothes and just ruined them. I spray painted them green. I took a sharpie and I drew question marks all, all over them. I, took, I got a black hat. I spray painted the whole thing green. It was such an absorbing hat that it just absorbed all the paint and remained black. <laughs> and so I had to spray paint it like six times to like coat it like it was a wall they're, or something. They're also making a show on HBO for that Batman movie. That's just see, that's for, awesome. just for uh, GCPD. It's oh just, wow! Okay, yeah. so nice. that's like, so freaking cool. Yeah, so like, like the, that Commissioner Gordon. I'm pretty sure it's that one. That is awesome. Take, like it's mostly about the villains and stuff. So yeah, like, like Gotham. Like, that's so perfect. Yeah. Like that's what I want. Oh, so that guy, the the guy that's playing Commissioner Gordon, he's gonna voice the Watcher in the Doctor Strange uh, Multiverse of Madness. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That guy's really good, in, like everything. Yeah. 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 All right. Anyways, that that was a pretty solid uh, spoiler alert. Full <laughs> of uh, goodies there. We could have went deeper in. We could have went deeper in. Oh, to be yeah. honest, we we got caught up on the characters and then tangented so, off and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe you know, maybe maybe next week we can do a follow up. We'll do a part three, and we could dive into the movie deeper. And we could do we can go into our rating system and like what we what why we rated it that way, what we thought about the rest of it. Because yeah, this has been a cool talk because we we're able to bring in a lot of the DCU stuff into this and talk about like the world building that they're doing and like that we hope they're going to continue to do. Because like yeah, absolutely epic. And uh, yeah, and like like I said. I'll, I'll up my overall movie to like a 7.5. I can't, I can't quite give it an eight, but I also wanted to troll some of those um, people that just want to hate on people that have opinions. <laughs> the next episode is going to also be about just like DC stuff in general. No, like we can, we can talk more about this movie and go deeper into the plot line. We went really deep into the characters, but not like the story and like what was going on. Like we mentioned the star once. And yeah. it was about the butthole. We should, we should do we should do a just like a live event during the week or something to like cap this because yeah, we should we should def there's a lot of news that's going on right now in, in okay, the yeah. in the industry and stuff. So yeah, we want to keep moving on that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe we do it like mid midweek then if you if you guys are free like yeah. Wednesday or something. Yeah, we could we could jump on a live. Let us know people when you want or when you can do a live or when you when we should do a live. PM, uh obviously oh. it's gonna be in the in the PM. But uh but yeah, whenever. Cool.